I want to welcome you all to another episode of the Make Party Podcast. We're going to have a quick little conversation with Sire, music producer, um, family man, podcaster, Bronx thug. Uh, I'm joking. I'm joking, I'm joking. <laughs> shout, shout out to the Bronx. Uh, I, went, I went to school in the Bronx, uh, uh, so I did some time in the Bronx. Look, uh, wow. <laughs> yo, it's the Bronx, bro. But look how you turned out, though. Look how you turned out. <laughs> That's because the Brooklyn in me stayed. The Brooklyn mm. in me held me down. So we're live. I don't, see, I don't see too many Brooklyn dudes wearing, you know what I mean, hard bottoms with no socks, beloved. <laughs> listen, listen. <laughs> we're going to stop the, the, the no socks disrespect. Shout out to everybody that's be rocking no socks. It, yo, it's nice out. All you want to do is throw on, throw on some, some slip, like slip something on and just, you know, go out with no socks. But <laughs> we got Sire in the nah, I, I made that. I made that mistake before. <laughs> I went out there uh, with no socks, but it was like winter when I went. We went to like a yeah. little get together for my wife's um, like <clears throat> Christmas party. So I'm like, let me stunt on them and pull these slides out. You know what <laughs> I mean? Thank you for being here, uh, Make Party Podcast. Now, Sayer, I wanted, to, I wanted to have this conversation with you because I like to use this platform to just talk to mm-hmm. my talented friends. I, uh, over the years, from DJing, from hosting, from podcasting, I've just met some very talented people. First, got wind of you through uh, Biz and mm-hmm. uh kill c and kate with the about nothing podcast you shout out to them you and um you and jay omega were on there as usual you guys left um cherry out uh <laughs> <laughs> so i don't think she was oh yeah <laughs> so you guys were on the podcast and then i from there i followed you guys listened to episodes uh, i've added you guys to my rotation right away one of my favorite podcasts listen to, i have my watch your life t-shirt uh, mm-hmm, I saw it. So you're a podcaster and you do music, right? So I want to start with the music. I want to say you were an artist before you were a podcaster. You got to do music before you were a yeah. podcaster, right? Mm-hmm. Now, how yeah, long? How long have you been doing music? Um, I started out originally rapping. So I started rapping in like high school, but I wasn't going to the studio or anything like that. Like I was literally like, I, luckily I was a good student. So a lot of times, like I would do my classwork. And then I'll rush through it and then I would write. Yeah. I would just sit there and write and memorize, you know what I mean, my lines. And a lot of shit that I was doing back then was just battling and ciphers and all of that shit. So I built my name up that way around here. And then I started like really recording and making music when I was about like 18 or 19. That was the first time that I, like, I stepped into like an official studio. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was rapping and then I didn't want to rap over like other people's beats. Yeah. So then I started going on like SoundClick. Um, if you guys remember SoundClick, they had like beats and stuff like that on there that you can basically you could download or you could buy. And um, I remember one day I made a song that was crazy, but my following was just decent. And I found somebody who had the same beat and made a song, but it was trash. But since he had more followers, <laughs> it should have more play. So I'm like, yeah, I can't go out performing this record and people are going to think that you know what I mean? I'm rapping over his his beat. Yeah, you got to so it first. That's, yeah, so then that's when I started producing. So I was probably, I started producing maybe when I was like 22, 23. Mm. You know what I mean? And then from there, I was just doing both. And then I hung up the mic um, probably, I think it was October and November of like 2018. And then just been sticking with the producing since then. Just doing beats. Now let me ask you real quick. For mm-hmm. for those creatives out there, like 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 earlier you said you had a song and you knew it was a hit. 
I feel like a lot of creatives, sometimes they wait, especially ones that have like a product to put out there, like a, a music, artwork, yeah, yeah. whatever. Um, shout out to Glenn Dallas Sosa, just came in the chat. She's a, a very talented musician, um, her and her entire family. Uh, some people, some creatives wait for the world to tell them they got some heat. Yeah. How do you know, or, or what's that feeling when you know you got something? You just made a beat, a track, and how do you know you got something that the world, not just wants to hear, but the world needs to hear? It's just that feeling, man. Um, you know, perfect example. Um, I produced a record for our guy, Joey Ells. Um, and the song isn't out yet. But I did a live, like, maybe about two weeks ago. Just playing unreleased music and music that's mm -hmm. about to come out and stuff like that. But I knew that record was special. But I didn't realize how special it was. While I was on the live, you know, they, the people in there told me to bring the record back, like, three or four times. Dope. Dope. And and it's like it's like when you know, like you have a good feeling. Like it's yeah. just something in here. Like you hear it and you're just bobbing your head, like, nah, this one feels right. Like sometimes you can you make stink face your own work. You be like, like Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like you get that. Like you're not gonna get that with every song that, yeah. that you make. Like you're gonna know when all right, this is an album cut. Like the song's still good, but it's an album cut. It's just a feeling. And then when you let other people hear it and their reaction is the same as yours. That's when you know you got something. So that night when they asked for it like three or four times, bro, pause. I was like, all right, yeah, we, we definitely have one. So now it's just, you know, putting it together to get it out and knowing that we're on the right path. Dad, you're on that Jamaican DJ type tip. <laughs> Play it four times. <laughs> Pull up. <laughs> no, no, but that's dope. Yeah. Like I said, a lot of people, people wait for the world to tell them, yo, that was good. Or that's something, to put up, that's something that you should put out there. But I just feel like I agree. A lot of us like. You should know in your in your gut, mm -hmm. you got that feel. Yo, this is a hit. I'm putting this out. Whether the, the masses love it or not, to me, this is a hit. Yeah, this this is dope. <laughs> Sometimes you never know what, what the hit record is. Like, yeah. You could put something out and just think it's going to be like, ah, and that shit could take off. Now, here's something. It's I, happened before. Def, here's something I, I, I've always wanted to ask um, a musician such as yourself. Now, mm -hmm. you said... How would you describe your style? First of all, how would you describe your style of rapping for when, when you were a rapper or, or when you were rapping? Um, in the early stages, again, I was more in like the battle lane. Yeah. So a lot of my, in the beginning, a lot of my music was more aggressive. And it was also that time. This is, you know, the 2000s when everybody had like fictional guns and all yeah. that stuff. And it was a so Bronx. Like I was, it was a Bronx. So if you were five years old, you probably had a gun. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest. That's how... That's how y'all have your bar mitzvah. <laughs> you know, you know that MOP is from Brooklyn, right? Yo, right, and cool. not too far from where I grew up either. Yo. Hey, and listen, Brooklyn's anthem is Annie Up. So hey, <laughs> uh, the Bronx, we got Deja Vu. That's a good feel record. All right, exactly. <laughs> but now, nah, um, <laughs> Brooklyn, we tell you what nah. it's about. Y'all trick us to come in there, and then y'all rob us. Uh -huh. <laughs> What's wrong with that? Now let me stop. Right. <laughs> now, nah, but my my style ultimately changed because I listened to a lot. Like I came up listening to a lot of like soul music, R and B, melody driven music. So I started changing once I started producing my own music. Right. You know what I mean? Once I, I was just like, I want to try to make R and B records. So my style kind of changed, and I started becoming more of like the songwriter. Like I wasn't really concerned about. Yo, let me just bar y'all to death. Before, I was just barring y'all to death. You know what I mean? Lloyd Banks in it left and right. I eventually changed it and was more in the songwriting field. Like, you know, I was making records. Yeah. You know what I mean? So my style was more or less, like, 
feel good. You know what I mean? Feel good music. You know, a lot of, I was telling my life story through a lot of the music, you know, um, I started, I learned how to use the auto tune correctly. You know what I mean? Cause like, I could kind of sing, but you know what I mean? I ain't trace songs and shit. That's what I wanted to ask about. Cause I wanted to know like, for somebody like yourself, you, you know, on, on some of your songs, you'll, you'll be rapping, you give them the bars and then you'll hit that melodic flow sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I know for myself, when I'm recording a little clip for f- f- for my podcast, or I'm taking some promo photos by myself that I'm gonna edit yeah. the background out of, I don't want my wife. My, 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 oh, I don't. I don't want. I don't want to um, upgrade her real quick. My bad. <laughs> my fiance. I don't want my fiance walking in on me because it feels a little awkward. So what is it like when Sayer, dude from the Bronx, you know, rapper? You got to put down those melodic tones, such as the way you did yeah, yeah. on the same page track. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't know if um, y'all hearing these right, bars so right now. So what's it but like? Again, um, some records, luckily, um, I was able to set up like a little basic setup in yeah. my crib. So a lot of the music I was recording, you know what I mean, in the house. There were certain records that, like, I would go to Jay's crib. You know what I mean? And so I just kind of had to, like, I had to explain to him. Like, before I would step in the booth, I'm like, all right, now, listen, bro. Um, I'm going to fuck up. My voice is going to crack. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm going to be figuring this out as we go. You know what I mean? And in the beginning, like, Jay was just like, yo, you're wildin'. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? But then over time, like, you know, it was figuring it out. So once we got it, like, Jay understood. So, like, when... I would go to his crib. Like, we recorded Shameless together. Dope you know track. what I mean? Yeah. And Jay is singing on the hook. So even for him, it was awkward because Jay's just like a rapper's rapper. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then I was, you know, hitting some melodies and stuff like that. Over time, when you know that you're just making a record and, you know, ultimately it's for the better of the record, you just figure it out. So once I got past that, you know, damn, I'm going to feel nervous to sing in front of, yeah. you know, Jay. It got to the point where I was doing shows and I was singing in front of people. What was you know that, what I mean? Like, what was your wife's and your family's reaction when they first heard you singing? Um, <laughs> my wife always knew that like I wanted to like throw it into yeah. records, but I didn't know how. Again, I knew that like I could sing, like I could carry a melody and all that stuff, but I knew that I wasn't gonna be like belting out runs <laughs> and stuff like that. So she was cool, you know what I mean? I stayed in my lane, you know what I mean? I didn't wild out. I stayed in like that Drake and you know, what's popular today, Lane, like, you know, you stay in like that octave that's safe. I can imagine. And, you know, as long as I didn't wild out, yeah. nobody really said anything. I can imagine you that. I mean, you never really heard me hitting high notes and shit. I mean, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Nah, nah, I'm done. I'm not recording no more. I can man. imagine your Just wife. Those, maybe. I can imagine her that first night after you heard it, you trying to go to bed and she's like, so you ain't going to sing no songs to me? You ain't going to give me that <laughs> <laughs> So you're not going to sing same page to me? <laughs> She's like, nah, come on, hit them tunes. But she never do that. Now, now, you mentioned your family, and and I think with people like yourself, uh, family is, is is important when it comes to your your passion, your art that, that you're putting out there. And I say that because you know, creatives they need some of us. We need that support, and yeah. to have your family there, uh, from what from what it seems like, for me, look on the outside looking in, it seems like your family. They give you that support. They have your back. Uh, yeah. Was it always that case? I'm, 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 I'm... Um, and when I met my wife, yeah. I was already rapping. So she kind of knew what I was doing. Mm-hmm. Again, she 
she saw how people were reacting to me because again like i built the name up of walking around like i was literally like that nigga like when you hear people talk about like yo i just saw a cypher i hopped out and just jumped into that was me back then so like she knew i was rapping in the beginning she didn't take it too serious especially when i was still figuring everything out like she was just kind of like all right go ahead do your thing um it kept me in the house you know what i mean or if, it, if i wasn't in the house she knew i was in jay's crib so she wasn't no like oh you in the studio all night and all mm-hmm. that she knew i was with jay and shit like that pause she knew but, what um, it was when she signed up yeah <laughs> but then ultimately once she started seeing like you know when i was doing shows and i was opening up for people um she started taking it you know she's like okay so you are doing something but then ultimately like when i hung it up she was kind of like okay with it because she realized how stressed I was getting while doing it. It was no longer became fun. Yeah. So no matter what, my wife was always like supporting me. My kids, you know, certain songs I would let them hear. I wouldn't let them hear everything. So all you know, so but... all twelve of your kids like like your music. All twelve of them. <laughs> they're all they're all cool with yes. it. That's yes, check on me. <laughs> all seventeen. <laughs> but um, you know, but once I switched <clears throat> it to producing full time because. <clears throat> I mean, I don't know, you know, how you want, like, if you want to get into that a little bit later, but I hung up the mic October, November of 2018. I got my first place mid-January 2019. Money. Go ahead. So, once... <laughs> Y'all see that little subtle money money jab? No, because no, you're acting like it was a big check. Bro. Yo, placement is a, a placement. A check is a check. It was, just a, it, was a, it was a decent check, but once she saw, like, okay, you got a placement, and then I got another one by the end of the night. I mean, by the end of the month. Then I got another one in February. It slowed down. You know yeah. what I mean? And then from there, like, you know, I, I opened up like a Beat Stars page. And she just sees that people are leasing yeah. and money's coming in. So it's not a money driven thing, but what keeps her like, like proud of what I'm doing and like backing me up is that she sees that people are like really rocking with me. That's dope, man. You know what I mean? She, she once once they see that you're doing something like there's some dudes that like I see that are just rapping and I'm just like, damn, bro, you've been like in your living room rapping for like 10 years. You know, what I mean, I'm sure if I was that dude, my wife would probably be like, ah, <laughs> it might be time to chill out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But since she sees that I'm moving, she sees that like, you know, I'm going to studio sessions. She sees me, you know, late night working because that's another thing. I, I try not to take my time away from my family. Mm. So it's not like I'm really selfish or anything like that. Like I really balance my life out and we could get into that a little bit later too. So nobody, like nobody is like not getting, like my wife is getting my time. My kids are getting my time. I have my time to do things. So as long as we're doing that, she's cool with it, bro. My kids are cool with it. They're getting my time. And sometimes, like, my son will, like, hear me working on a beat and just walk in and be like, yeah. <laughs> like you got and something. And then I start looking at him like, yo, we got, oh, we got something. <laughs> <laughs> As a coach, so it, it really is all love, man. Yeah. Now, now I'm going to ask you to get a little vulnerable for a little bit, but yeah, yeah. how much does that mean to you? Like, having that, that, that partner that's literally like proud of you, supportive of you. I can imagine that does something to you or probably that does something to your drive and your dedication. Mm-hmm. Just having that um, person there. She, she understands and it's just an amazing feeling. I know not everybody has that. Exactly. You know, she's even been understanding. Like I remember one night we, you know, I'm, I'm living in PA now. So I'm out, I'm out of the Bronx. I, I was always in New York. Bless God. Shows, Look, won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? <laughs> God, God will take you out of the environment. 
I'm still I still be going in the Bronx. Unfortunately, I spend a lot of time in Brooklyn. I haven't been robbed yet. So, um, <laughs> I'll make a call. Don't worry. <laughs> but now, one night, um, <clears throat> this is when I knew that she really like kind of get got it, but mm-hmm. was still upset. I took my kids to one of the indoor water parks over here, and we were staying the night over there. And I had a show that night out in Queens. So I went from Mount Pocono. I left them. Damn. Like, we had dinner at, like, 6 o'clock. I'm like, yo, I got a show at, like, 8, 8.30. Left. Was she happy about it? No. But she understood because it was a competition. Thank goodness I won that competition. <laughs> oh, yeah. So, like, I was able to come home and, like, hey, listen, I know, you know what I mean, it was rough because, However. you know, However, look, I got the award, got a little bit of bread, you know what I mean? So, you know, she she understands, you know, um, and I just try to be mindful, bro. Like, that's the key. Like, just be mindful. Like, I'm not all just music 24-7, even though I would love to be, you know what I mean? And my wife gets it. When she sees I'm working, you know, that's usually when she does, like, her side hustle thing. You know what I mean? Or she has her time to do things. Or my kids will come and listen you know what I mean? And just like, it's just a great feeling all the time, man. Like there's sometimes when she's like, really? It's two o'clock in the morning and you're yeah. working on music. You know what I mean? She gives me that, but she understands. But then that placement check comes in. Y'all go to Mexico for two weeks, you know, <laughs> all expenses paid trip. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. I'll be Whatever. seeing the flexing on Instagram. I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing. I'm, really, yo, yo, I am so humble, bro. And I really don't, because here's the thing. When have you ever seen me in like some Gucci or some hot? Bro, you see me in this <laughs> all the time. But I'm then still wearing, I'm still wearing fitted, bro. But like, then every once on, in a while, all of a sudden the Instagram post, my man will be in all white with the chest out, taco meat showing <laughs> all white, just looking like money taking the family photo. I'm like, oh my, I'm like, all right, all right, school, 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 school. Hey, sick. listen, man. Shout out to Biz in the chat right now. Biz remembers those Mexican pics, but my man was just on there just looking like uh, Pablo Escobar, just like, you know, money. Yo, Biz has photos of him wearing <laughs> the finest fabrics known to man. Extinct animals. While sitting, it, <laughs> yo. while sitting on a BMW. Yo, all of us trying to be like Biz when, 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 when we grow up. All of listen, us, man. Biz and I, like, we we have our conversations, man, and that man is just different, bro. Like, I just, like, when I listen to him, I feel wealth. Yo. Like, I feel like dollars are going into my pocket somehow when I'm on the phone with him. Yo, every time, <laughs> last night with the Teddy Riley and Babyface beat, every time Babyface got on the phone, who do you think he was talking to? Biz. 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 Biz was just like, hey, listen. Now, remember that? Remember when you dropped? Yeah, play that. Biz told him to play Bobby. <laughs> Biz was like, yo, drop Bobby second and third. Trust me. Don't worry about it. Every little step I take, just let it go. It was all Biz. Everybody know the deal, man. <laughs> <laughs> but going back to, 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 to it, you said you transitioned away from rapping and you've been doing more beat making, um, but you've also been diving more into the podcast. And mm-hmm. shout out to the, the Officially Street podcast. Like I said, I heard about you guys through... Through the uh, About Nothing podcast, About nothing. added you to my rotation. One of my favorite podcasts. You guys are on episode, I think, 200-something or 100, high hundreds? Or, or... We are 243 right now. 243. One mm-hmm. day, I was taking a drive down to, I think I was going to, to North Carolina or Maryland, somewhere. And I was like, you know yeah. what? I had a bunch of stuff planned. I was like, you know what? Let me go to the first episode real quick. 
And I went to the Ooh. first. No, you know what it was? Y'all, y'all mentioned the first episode on some episode. I was like, yo, let me go, let me go check it. So I went all the way back and I checked it out. So from first episode to now, what has changed? Structure. Structure. Okay. Uh, structure in the beginning, we also didn't have Cherry. Cherry didn't come along until maybe she came on as a guest, like maybe in the forties, maybe. Mm-hmm. Like episode forty or something like that, and she would come around here and there, and then finally, like, fully came on board somewhere in like the sixties. Um, but the other thing that's changed is now we have the show structured. Yeah. You know, I mean, we have our introductions as soon as the show starts, where you know people they look forward to that that intro. We have an intro now. You know, what I mean, then we get into like either our weeks. Mm. You know, we have facts. You know, because we want people to listen to our show and also maybe learn something. Yeah. So we throw facts in there or opinion. You had Jeremy's you know I mean? book club for a while. Is, yeah. You know what I mean? We have, um, main topics where it could just be about anything. Another thing is we used to be mostly like, just like a hip hop and music based show. Mm-hmm. But now, you know, I try to, I try to bring in like, you know, politics, things that happen around the world, but I try to do it lighthearted because, yeah. You know, the news is out there. There's a lot of shows out there that are way too serious. And I get it. Like, it's necessary. We need that balance. But I don't want to be that show. So even if I'm talking about something that is serious, we try to find, like, a lighthearted way to talk about it. You know what I mean? So the main topic could be anything. And then we have the official, unofficial, which is, like, this quick, like, you know, how do you feel about this? Official, unofficial. All right, keep it moving. Then we show love to people with the podcast pick of the week. So, like, every week we're giving a different, you know, podcast, you know, like some light, you know what I mean? Even if it's shows that are like on, mm-hmm. you know, we, I've done premium Pete shows and be like, yeah, I'm using this one, but is a, this is why this episode X, Y, and Z happened. You know what I mean? Like we, but this is every episode. And then we finish it off with, you know what I mean? A few jokes. We sign out, um, Cherry, if she has a curve of the week, she brings in a curve of the week. That's another thing. Cherry brought attitude to the show. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like before that, <laughs> Jay and I, we're pretty much the same. We're both from the Bronx. We both grew up listening to the same type of music. So there was no, like, back and forth. Like, it was just us agreeing. Now we have somebody there that can be like, nah, or, you know what I mean, she might feel this way, or, like, her and Jay might feel a way, and I feel something different. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's just, it's just a really good balance, and we have the show laid out so people know what to expect. Each episode, as far as the structure, but it's going to be something different every show. Every episode, you're going to get something different. Now, speaking of those I mean, times when you said, you know, her and Jay might have an, uh, a similar um, mindset and you might be different, mm-hmm. is there any truth to the rumor that Cherry and Jay are trying to Michelle Williams you? Because um, I've, I've, I've been noticing. <laughs> I've been noticing some stuff. that They, they got their little, they, they little car, um, Cherry and, and, and Jay Day show that they be doing. I'm just saying, listen, yo, man. I'm reading between the lines, listen. man. They got to do what they got to do when they got Beyonce on the show. <laughs> <laughs> got I'm you. I'm playing, man. Let me, let me What's funny is the first, you just reminded me, my first Officially Street podcast episode. And when I say, I was like, I was taken aback to the point where, like, I got my fiance, I was like, yo, come hear this real quick. It was the episode, and I, I admit, Cherry, I apologize. I was judging her off this episode. It was, a, it was an episode where, she, I think she asked the question, mind mm. you, I hadn't heard anything about the show before except for the interview on on, on the ABN uh, on, on uh, about nothing podcast. Yeah, yeah. 
and I pressed play, mm -hmm. and Cherry's first thing was, um, yo, am I wrong for using this dude just so he could buy me lunch every day? That was the <laughs> first. I was like, yo, so this chick is really out here having, you know, um, leading this guy on just so he could like send her, send her Uber Eats or whatever. That was the first episode, my first yeah. impression of Cherry. Here's what's dope about the show, though, is you've seen the growth in Cherry. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, now, you know what I mean? She, she's graduated with a master. She her. has this, you know, this job that, like, is amazing. You know what I mean? And she's been growing. Like, when we first got on the show, like, when she first got on the show, you got to understand, she was either still in college or, like, fresh out of college. Mm. So she was still in, like, that party mind state. She was still on that hustle and get money however she can. You know what I mean? Yo, if this dude wants to buy me drinks, I'm going to let him buy me drinks. <laughs> now she's like, nigga, I could buy drinks. I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So you got to see the growth with her. But I think that's what people love. You know what I mean? There are girls that, you know, probably agree with Cherry. With the podcast, with the music, with the beats, what has been the highlight of your career? What's been that moment that made you say, "Yo, it's all worth it. It's all it's, it's been worth it, and it's, it's it's worth it's worth me um to keep going." I always get flamed for this whenever like somebody asks me like a question like this, but it was our live show. Um, but shout out to you, you did, you did come out for that. Um, ankles weren't ashy though, you know. <laughs> yo, lotioned up. Shout out to you. Yo, when you, you know go I mean? ankles out, the lotion is the most important part it's of the, the fit. The most important thing, especially. When I roll up the pants a little bit so they can really see this shit, I make. No, sometimes I go with the oil. <laughs> Y'all gonna see this. Y'all play it safe. But, um, <laughs> but for me though, it, it it was the live show. Um, we did everything on our own. We got the venue by ourselves. We got the DJ. Dope. You dope. know, shout out to Funny Julius. You know, had, we had hit him rolling. and was just. <laughs> Yeah, we were just like, yo, bro, let us know how much. Yeah. Luckily, he rocks with us, and he he genuinely has love for us. And he was just like, yo, as long as I'm able to get, like, two other people in there with me, and you guys get me drinks and mm -hmm. food, I'm in there. Because he just wanted to be there. Yeah. So and that you, was love. And yeah, Kirby's DJ, Cups. Yeah, Kirby's Cups doing the drinks. Kirby, shout, out, shout out to Kirby. You know, we, we built a great relationship with Kirby. Yeah. So he came through, and we pretty much was just like, yo, the bread is you. One of the, money, we don't we don't want nothing from the money. That's all you and people since they heard it on our show. Yeah, we have our interviews. You knew what it was. We also do interviews for people who haven't listened to our podcast. We mm. interview people like once a month. Um, but we always bring Kirby cups to our guests, so people heard yeah. it on the show. So now they're like, oh, we can get a Kirby cup. Yeah. So Kirby came through. Like everything was perfect, minus the fact that we went over the time and the owner <laughs> was just like, oh, don't worry about it. And next thing you know, we looked at our account and they charged us with an extra you hour. Right. He's like, no, don't worry like, about it. I got y'all. Don't worry. Yeah, we, Joe, she was so nice. Like, we're putting all the chairs away. Like, hey, don't worry. We got it. I know we went a little over our time. Don't, no, you're fine. You're fine. And we looked at the account like, god damn, they got us for another hour. <laughs> but, um... Now, here's something when it, comes so to, when it comes to podcasting. And I want to say, I had... I've had somewhat of this feeling I'm about to describe, um, but in the podcasting world, to me, it's not the same because what I'm about to describe for y'all, it was the, to me, to me, it was next level stuff in podcasting, whether it's you guys, myself, other podcasters, we know that there's tiers. We know that there's that top tier of podcasters. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in those tiers, we have like the Joe Buttons, um, 
the re uh um there's a bunch of others and then we also got like friend zone yeah friend zone and and, and and some of us we got people like like jeff and eric and stuff and these are people that we thinking oh they would never ride with us but here we are at the live show and y'all say mm-hmm. oh oh don't worry we, we got a special guest coming through and then it, it, it's jeff right Did i say right jeff and eric that's the names <laughs> It was Jeff and Eric. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we did the live show. And again, these are people that I've only heard about in that top tier category. I would never yeah. think like they would ever respond to an a, a email that I would send out saying you'll come through. And they all go, oh, we got a special guest. Down the aisle comes Jeff and Eric. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> Jeff and Eric ain't supposed to be here. This is like, you know, now, like we ain't in, nobody here is in that tier yet. You know? Now, let me let me remind you. We were supposed to have more people in the building. It was just like Scott, like scheduling conflict. Yeah. We were gonna get some more people in there and <laughs> nice, nice. But not nah, um it's just building relationships. Like Dope. before I understood the concept of like putting the work in and building relationships, I didn't get it. I'm like, yo, you just go and talk to people. You know what I mean? Actually yeah. it'll be on your shows. You know, it doesn't go like that. Like we genuinely built a friendship with Jeff and Eric. That's like awesome, we have man. a group chat. We have a group chat and it's, it's all just filled with jokes. You know what I mean? We, we check on each other, you know what I mean? From time to time. And it's just all jokes, but we built a genuine relationship with them and everybody that you guys have seen us with, we've genuinely built a relationship with them before, like we even sat down on the podcast for the most part. There's been a few, like maybe like one or two people that were like, all right, I'm just here because, you know, Jameer said that you guys are cool people. Yeah. You know what I mean? And shout out to Biz. He hooked me up with, with Jameer and, and, and a few people. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? But um, it's just about building the relationship. And the more, like, you just never know who, like, Jameer is going to introduce us to, mm. who Jeff and Eric is going to introduce us to. So as they have, like, love for you and you guys have that friendship, they'll bring you around more people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I remember, rest in peace, Reggie, I remember us having the conversation with Combat Jack. You know what I mean? About to get him on our show. You know what I mean? And this was like right before he got sick. We met combat through, you know, a few people that we knew that were in the building and plus with Jeff and Eric. Mm. So, you know, we were able to have that conversation, you know, and from that, you know, we've, we have a good relationship with, you know, the premium Pete's with Mena, with a King. But again, that's all just from just building the relationship. We never, like Jay and I, We the way we do things, we never just jump out and be like, yo, can you get, be on our show? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we just tried to have that conversation with them. Like, I remember we tried it with Maul from the Joe Bunning podcast, but he curved the shit out I of remember Jay, Jay telling <laughs> It was bad. It was really bad. I remember bad. Jay telling the story. And then <laughs> I, I tried to, like, holla at Rory. Yeah. And that nigga, he, he dead ass is, like, anti-social. You know what I mean? He showed love, but that was it. So again, you just you you feel it out. You know what I mean? You yeah. hope that like next time they see you, be like, oh shit, I remember you from you know Blase Blind. Y'all can continue it going. <clears throat> um, and then it just goes from there, man. And just be yourself. You know, when gotcha. you're around these people, like you can't fan out. You know what I mean? You can't be like, oh my god, this is you. Like the first time we met Jeff and Eric, like they knew of us because of like Snapchat. And shit like that, and Jay threatening them. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. What? Wait, hold on. Huh? He it, it wasn't like a real threat, but yeah, he was yeah. just like, "Yo, we're coming, we're coming to your live show." You know what I mean? Um, you think we could chill? And they're just like, <laughs> ah, like we don't really know y'all, but y'all seem cool. Yeah. You know what I mean? So now Jeff and Eric, like, whenever like they're like, Yo, the first time we met them, 
they threatened us to hang out with them. <laughs> but like that moment was that like that eye opening moment because we it was their live show. Mm-hmm. We went downstairs to like the backstage slash like changing room area and we we're just talking with them. And while we're sitting there, like combat walks in, premium, this rapper, freeway. Top, top like, tier, just top tier. We're just we're just like, yo, what are we doing here? Like I remember like when Jay and I walked out, we were just like Yo, why are we here? Yeah, we were not supposed to be in there. We weren't like we weren't supposed to be in that. Room. Yo, let's go apologize. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, that's what. Like, I remember like the rest of the show. Like, Jay and I was just like we would stop and just like look at each other from time to time. Like, yeah, we Dope. really just like shook Freeway's hand. Free, like we, like you know <laughs> what I mean, like. But dope. Again, over time, you just learn how to move. So once you learn how to move and build these genuine relationships with people, you know what I mean. The sky's the limit. I smoked a joint with this Dustin from the friend zone. Dope. <laughs> you know what I mean? While we were at LSN's um, Christmas party. Oh, Yo, shit. come on, man. Hold on. Yeah. Why did I do that? Why did I do that? Hold on. Let me make a quick note. Add money sign here. For those of you who don't know what he just said, let me, let me break down what he just said. So he basically just said, we... Me, mm-hmm. you know, we just like the rest of us common folks, supposedly, allegedly, um, we were at the LSN, a.k.a. Loudspeakers Network Party. Loudspeakers Network. These are the people that bring you the read, the people that bring you um, uh, Bully and the Beast, people that bring you uh, uh, um, I'm trying to, um, Brilliant Idiots Podcast. Yeah, Brilliant Idiots, the read is over there, horrible <laughs> decisions. These are people that are affiliated with Combat Jack. I don't know if y'all yeah. understand what he just said. He just said, yo, um, you know what? That's the equivalent of me, and I'm going to throw a little flex in there. That's like back when I was DJing heavy, you know, in Christmas time, I would do the NBC Universal Christmas party. One of mm. their de- one of their departments, not the you know, one of the departments. <laughs> You're still in the building. <laughs> I was doing HR's party or something. But mm. my man mm. is in here pretty much drinking eggnog with Charlemagne across the room, Andrew Schultz over there, Kid Fury over nah. there. Uh, uh, <laughs> nah, they they, on, they honestly was, they wasn't even there. I think they just came through real quick and, and dipped out. So it was, I mean, it was, it was cool. Don't yeah. get me wrong. You know what I mean? But um, again, it was just one of those eye-opening moments. Dope. You know what I mean? And shout out to the people that knew us in there. Because again, this was, yo, let me introduce you to this person. Yo, this is my guy, Sayer. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we I met Carlos, the dude who um, owns and runs the classic material uh, NY. Mm. Great dude. But I probably would have never met him or even thought about speaking to him if it wasn't for, you know, my guy introducing us. You know what I mean? I sat there and kicked it with Jack Thriller while he was just talking about, like, just bitches that were there in the party. Yeah, Not once did I jump out and be like, yo, can you get on our show? But again, that was me like, all right, maybe next time this nigga sees me, he's going to be like, yo, yeah. wasn't it you? You know what I mean? Who knows when I'm going to see him again? But, again, it's just how you move, man. You know what That's I mean? Dope, you just got to move around and and don't get it twisted. We're not signed to LSN. <laughs> we just Yet. know people. We aren't getting no big checks or nothing like that. Honestly, yo, this podcast shit is really for the love, man. Dope. It really is for dope. the love. It's for people like you. It's for people like Biz. You know what I mean? Like, people who have been there since, like, if not the beginning, like, very early. And so much, you know, so much... On- so much for the love that you guys are making sure you don't miss a week, even during all this quarantine time. Yeah, like, I'm struggling man. to get episodes out of of, of, of of any of the things that I'm doing. But here you guys are. Never miss a week. I think the last episode was called Never Miss a Week. Something like that. Or, yeah, or, we, yeah, we're going on. August would be five years. Wow. And we haven't missed a Friday yet. 
But again, we Dope. plan it out smart. Like if somebody can't make it, like right now we have maybe like four interviews just in the tuck. Nice. But then therefore a series. So, I mean, that's why we haven't put it yeah. out. But the series, this quarantine thing kind of like kind of messed it up a little bit. But yeah. again, it's just being being prepared and just doing the work, man. And, and it becomes fun. Like, especially right now, now that we're in quarantine, like our episodes, we're just talking shit. Yeah. <laughs> like we're having fun. We're just we're talking about random things. We was we was talking about fighting with your siblings last episode. And that shit just went completely left. You know what I mean? to where I was brawling with my cousin. <laughs> you know what I mean? But it's man. just it's sharing stories and it's just it's just to have a good time, man. Excuse me. <clears throat> it's just having a good time. And once you have fun with something, like when people say like, yo, when you're doing something and you having fun and you love it, it's not work. Exactly. Like the podcast exactly. shit really isn't work, man. It's not, and this is not to be on no like stunt shit because I'm very humble. It's easy when when you love it, when it's fun. Honestly, like I write most of our episodes. I write up our episodes. Mm. As of late, I've been writing the episodes up the day of, or I might write an idea down, and then the day of, like I'll send it to Jay and Cherry. Like, yo, if you want to add stuff, just add stuff. <laughs> I like the. Um... It's just because. It's just like, you know, you yeah. can sit there and like, what do we want to talk about? Damn, last week I forgot X, Y, and Z. Let's talk about this. I remember, I think it was last episode, you was like, I think, I think the notes was Cherry's Facts? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you see? And it's because I wrote that shit like yeah. two hours before we did the episode. But shout out but to y'all, again, it's, it's just it's just, you love it, man. Anything from the music, from the podcasting to anything. Same thing with you. Like, I see you, like, you don't stop. I see you whether if you have somebody interviewing or if you're just there by yourself or you're there with your wife, you're doing it and you smile and you genuinely look like you love what you're doing. Do it for the love. So and, that's yeah. exactly like, you know, money and all that shit may or may not come or you might get paid for just the people that you're around. Like yeah. that's your payment. <clears throat> you know what I mean? You're, you're, you're getting these friendships. Like I would have never met majority of the people that I know now. If it wasn't for the podcast, if it wasn't for the music and all of that stuff, man, it's, it's, it's more than just the money for me. Doing it for Honestly. the love makes it easy. And of course, you know, all them, um, them huge Patreon checks makes it much easier. So, <laughs> yo, don't get it you twisted, y'all. Tyre got checks <laughs> coming in. Tyre got checks coming in from Patreon. <laughs> checks coming in from, from placements. Tyre got the checks coming we in. got patreon money coming in that pays for the podcast bro i don't see none of that man. <laughs> that goes to studio time for when we do do our interviews and you know you got to pay for like you know where you upload and all of that transportation stuff, all the stuff y'all do yo i'm, I'm yeah. just saying y'all should probably check the books because since the patreon started you got cherry with new she's got a new ring light she got i'm, I'm just saying youtube channel all of a sudden youtube I'm, premium check check I've the books been, check the I've books been, i've been I've been thinking the same thing, man. Just saying, I've been thinking the, the same thing because, I mean, look, you see, look what I'm recording <laughs> off since I'm home. We normally have regular, like, yeah. but look at this. And just for you, I put the dress sack on it today. It's not a regular gym sack. I Yo, can I say something? For you. I think it was <laughs> one of your first episodes you guys did on Zoom. And you, you uh -huh. shouted out that you were using, you got the sock over the mic. I was like, yo, I know I got a pop filter in storage. Let me send, let me send this dude one of my pop filters, you know what, yo. You know what it is? Like, I don't record at home much anymore. Oh, okay. Like, I'm not rapping anymore. I used to have a pop filter, yeah. but I broke it. I fixed it. One of my kids got their hands on it, broke it again. And I was just like, yo, you know what? I'm not rapping anymore anyway. Yeah. So why do I need to buy 
a new pop filter. You know what I mean? Because when we're at the studio, I you mean, got we everything. Have yeah. Studio mics. You know what I mean? So I never. This is our first time from home, so I'm not thinking about getting a pop filter. But who knows how long we're gonna be? So I kind of been yeah, thinking yeah. about it. But at the same time, I like doing shit like this. Like people, I, I promise I'm gonna be putting like a different sock on every <laughs> week. Not too long ago, I was getting flamed because of my background because I record in the basement, yeah. so I'm not around my kids or anything like that. That's why you have this fake green screen behind me. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yo, but, but we like, but, but we like the home fit. Really Th- that's what they do. Think about it. Bill Gates walking around with a T-shirt, but he <laughs> got mad money. Right exactly, <laughs> exactly. But uh, but before you go, I want to ask you one last thing. What would yeah, it take God. to get you back in the booth? Are you totally away from 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 doing that side of music, or is there something that could bring you back into the booth? Nothing is there a certain artist, a certain collaboration, a certain beat maker that could bring you back in the booth? Nothing can bring me back. I honestly, like, I fell out of love with rapping. I mean, I hmm. still love to be in the studio and give ideas. Like I can still I can still rap. Like, yeah. That's something that you never lose. That's like riding a bike. Like you could be off the shit for however long. As soon as you get back on, you're gonna remember. So like I could sit there like I've sat with Jay and be like, nah, maybe you should flow it like this. You know what I mean? Say this, say it like that. So that's my equivalent to like still rapping. Like okay. I still get to have like my hand and a lot of these records that, you know what I mean, we we create, especially with Jay. Like, since I work a lot with Jay mm. and with this project that we're working on now, like, he really has me tapped in. You know what I mean? So I, I get that. I get the same rush and the same feeling from being in the studio, but just without rapping. You know what I mean? Like, I, I don't have, I don't want to do it anymore. Does it feel weird you know saying I mean? that? I fell out of love with rapping. Does it feel weird to say? I, it's... A little bit, but once you, God damn, I'm going to say this. Once you get your first placement check, <laughs> you don't think about it. <laughs> I try to think of how, and, and yeah. again, I, I do this shit for the love, <laughs> but when you see that one thing is really moving for you, like got when you, I was rapping, I really was moving, but I think more or less, I think what I don't miss is just the whole hustle. Yeah. Of doing music. Like I hate like I hated going to open mics because like you just never know. Like there's certain nights when I'll go to an open mic and the place will be packed, but they're like, Yeah, you're not performing until twelve. And next thing you know, I'm performing for five people. Yeah. Or there's times where I'm performing for a packed place and I love it. Or I'll go to like just a rinky dink spot. And then you, you know want, what I mean? Like you I want don't stage, miss those yeah. times, bro. And you want to stay trying to I mean? trying to amp the crowd up like, yo, let me let me hear you say, Yeah, whoa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, I was trying to find that clip from, but I couldn't remember which episode that was. I don't remember what episode it is. But Jay brought it up not too long ago. Yeah. But um, again, like I just I don't miss that. And mm. then as I started recording again, because I feel like my Diary of a Madman album was like my perfect project. Like now, look, looking back, like there's like maybe like one or two songs I wish I changed a few things on. Nah. But like that was my perfect project. So I tried to recreate it. And I started realizing, like, yo, all I'm doing is just recreating what I already did. Yeah. And, again, like, I just started, like, Ugh. I was recording. Like, I have, like, maybe, like, 10 unreleased songs. Drop them. Like, I'm just sitting drop on. Just and drop them. I uploaded three of them. Right. And, like, three of them got, like, a good response. And I was just, like, yeah, I still wasn't, like, ah, I don't want to. And then that's when I hung it up, man. And I really haven't looked back. I've had people 
you know, like Jay hasn't Jay hasn't even bothered. You know, what I mean? Jay <laughs> hasn't well, even bothered. Yeah. He knows that I'm I'm done. But I've had other people like, yo, bro, you used to get busy. Like, I can't even get a feature. Like, yo, this is your beat. You can't give me a feat? Nah. Like, nah, I don't. I can't. I don't think, unless it's Hove, and I don't even want to rap with Hove because I'll be scared. <laughs> like, yeah, like, why? I you might know think about it. I ain't going to do it. And why would he ask me for a verse anyway? So, no, I'm I'm not rapping again. <laughs> I mean, hey. I'm if, not rapping again. If, I'll, if I'll Biz sends him a text, if Biz sends Jay a text, Jay might hit you up. Who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because Biz, <laughs> now let me stop. Um, but yeah, nothing, man. Just yeah, wow. I, I love the writing. I'm, I'm, my pen still works. You know what I mean. I'm not writing full verses for people, but I can. You know, I can, it's easy for me to come up for, come up with lines. You know what I mean. I can come up with lines. We can come up with melodies. We can mm. come up with hooks and all that stuff. It's the same feeling, man. And that's I, I love that part. I love creating music. So, so was that. Nothing. Was that your way of subtly telling the people that you ghost wrote um, Cherry's bars in, in that remix that she did? Wow, Cherry. Nah, Damn. nah, 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 nah. Cherry yeah, got a ghost writer? Cherry, that was all Cherry. That was all Cherry. I promise you, the only thing that we did while we were in the studio that day was just direct her. Okay. Like, we were just like, nah, maybe flow it like this. Take a breath here and come in at this point. Like, that's all we did. We just pointed to, like, yo, do this, do this, do this. Now, granted, I think it took her a little bit to write yeah. the verse, but that was it, man. That was all her. We, I think we might have, like, yo, change the word here. That was it. Russ was all her, yo. man. All right, Quentin Miller. So, we were... <laughs> <laughs> but, Sire, I want to thank you for coming on the Make Party Podcast and have this conversation. No problem, we need people like you. We need creatives like you. We need pe people to show other creatives that yo do it for the love that's when mm -hmm. that's when you really get paid you know doing it for the love yeah. so i want to thank you for continuing to make party with your talents for those of you who are uh first time listeners you're just fans of sair and you're now being put on to me uh phoenix in the make party movement mm -hmm. to make parties to do the most with your talents in a positive manner to make parties do the most for yourself or for others and sair mm -hmm. you're a gentleman that i feel uh, embodies what it is to make parties so shout out to you thank and you. thank you for being here and thank to everybody you. listening uh, thank you for tuning in to the Make Party Podcast.